Welcome back to the Oz American Aces NFL podcast, our weekly NFL podcast, bringing you all the Oz Americans, the latest and greatest in the world of NFL. Normally, we're joined by Rory Atkins, our great mate from the Gold Coast, but we've decided to give him the week off. We've got Adzi Trelaw back in the house, coming to us live from Brisbane, I believe. Thought you were in Melbourne, mate, so there's been a bit of confusion here with the time zone from LA to Brizzy, but we got it done. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me again. As you know, I uh, I love being on the show. I love being the um the fill-in spot, if you want to call it, for when Raph's obviously not uh, on board. So, yeah, looking forward to another good episode. Oh, mate, there's a lot to get through. Last week, I apologise, our best bets, we didn't get them up in time. Uh, as you know, I turned 30 and I may have got a bit carried away, Ads. I just couldn't get, the, <laughs> couldn't get Canva going on the laptop. I thought, oh, there's a week to have off. You can have one off. And then uh, this week, Rats decided to pull the old, I've got a golf tournament on and I won't be able to do the podcast on me last minute. I said, well, we'll go back to the uh, the king and get him back on. But we do need a boost in ratings. So it's good to have you back on, man. Thanks, mate. I um I did see a little bit of those celebrations. Look like it's pretty fun. You, I believe you're in New York, I think, at the time, which uh, which would have been exciting for you. I did. Uh, I was very envious of you watching here in Brisbane and seeing your, your Instagram stories at, uh, at all the sporting events that you've been at. But um, no, nah, well done, mate. Uh, happy birthday, too, for what it's worth. Thanks, mate. I treated myself to a Jets-Giants blockbuster, one of the worst <laughs> games in, in history. I, I, it, was, it was so bad, I've never felt more sick about a game of NFL ads. I'll give you the tip. Uh, I know we're here to talk about uh, week <laughs> nine, but, mate, the Jets and Giants game featured 24 combined punts for 1,078 yards, and there were actually more punts than points in the game with 24 <laughs> punts and only 23 points. It was miserable. It was meant to be nice weather. It was there was injuries everywhere. Oh, it was it was a tough one. But we got a nice little show at the end, I must say. Wilson is uh he come up clutch, the, the great man. So look, we got we got something, you know, and I must say we bought the tickets before Aaron Rodgers did his Achilles. So we couldn't just not rock up because we paid an arm and a leg. But uh, you know what? That's NFL, that's life. Let's move on anyway. Let's get straight in with the headlines. Las Vegas Raiders sack. Head coach, GM, offensive coordinator, and mm, Jimmy mm. G. What are your thoughts on that one? Oh, the benching of Jimmy G, not a surprise. Um, I think Devontae Adams might have been his worst performance in terms of yardage as a and receptions as a receiver in, in his whole time of being an NFL player. And, mates, watching that game, there was three plays where he could have gone to the house for a 60 to 70 to 80, 90 yard touchdown. And the only reason why he didn't was purely off the back of the quarterback play. So the actual benching of Jimmy G doesn't surprise me, but the sacking does a little bit. And I actually read something the other day, might've been yesterday about what really tipped them over the edge. I'm not sure if you read about this, Tommy, but it was something to do with um, the way, what's the, what the coach's name is, but the way that he's, he dressed for Halloween and apparently came in the next day and, essentially was uh, kind of took the mickey too much and they sacked him. They just sacked him. Yeah, I have heard that. He dressed up as Davis and uh, I'd like to believe that. But um, I must say, uh, (laughs) Josh McDaniels is the worst coach ever. If you you go through his history, Tom Brady has made him who he is. And he's, the way he plays, it's just, 
you know, I don't wish anyone to get sacked. Obviously, there's families on the line here. But when you're playing that kind of breed, that brand of football, it is just not appealing. He was on a long-term contract. He thought he was safe. He wasn't. He got what he deserved because he probably thought, I can do what I want when I want because I'm on a long-term contract. And the owner has said, see you later. We need to get the show going because this is not a show. And the Raiders, the Raider Nation had had enough. So let's see what they do this week. I hope they fire up. Unbelievably, they're still favourites with all this going on against the Giants, which we'll talk about soon. What about the trade uh, deadline? We, I, um, we'll talk about it briefly, but Chase Young to the 49ers for a packet of chips. I think it was the third round. Washington just giving him up. Mustn't rate him or I don't know what they're doing there. San Fran winning that one. But were there any other trades that, that you thought you're a bit flat that didn't happen? Oh, yeah, definitely. It was very, very underwhelming trade period this um well, this season, I was hoping that was a, obviously from a fantasy point of view. As you know, we love our fantasy. Uh, the skilled players. So the guys like Mike Evans, um, even Devontae Adams' name got thrown up. Delvin Cook's another one. Would have been nice to see him actually go to a team and um, and actually be the lead back yet again. Because I, f- I genuinely feel like he has the abilities to be able to do that. Um, I, mean, I think it was only last year where he still ran, rushed for a 1,000 yards and had... I don't know, probably 10-plus touchdowns. I think another one was Derrick Henry. And obviously, you know, and all my uh, my dear friends know, Derrick Henry is my favourite player in the league and um, Tennessee Titans are my boys. And um, I genuinely believe that it's time for him to move on and go to a different organisation where I guess he could be in a winning situation. So I was kind of hoping there was a bit of talk there. There was a talk around potentially going to Philly or potentially going to, to even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... I was a little bit disappointed there wasn't a little bit more of a um, um, a movement within the skill players. I know Donovan People Jones was probably the only player that left, and he's probably rostered in about five percent of leagues out there. So it was a very very underwhelming trade period for mine. I'm with you. I was a bit disappointed we did not see Derrick Henry at the Ravens. I wanted him to go to my team. Yes, that's right. Uh, yes. But even the Bills or or another team, even like the Rams, we thought anyway. You're right. Underwhelming is a great way to put it. We've got to get straight into these games because there's a few of them. We've got the few teams on by San Fran, Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Denver Broncos coming off a win last week against the Chiefs, mind you. Let's start with your boys. We've got Thursday night football, Friday for you, mate, but I'm ready to go to the pub in about an hour and a half. <laughs> and the pub, I mean, sports bar. We've got a gr- Will Levis, the rookie, four touchdowns mm-hmm. in his first game. 238 passing yards, no picks. He was outstanding taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're on the road. Uh, so Pittsburgh will be playing at home. And Kenny Pickett, he is set to face the Titans, but he's got the sore ribs. So does he fire up or does he play average? What do you like in this matchup? Um, oh, I love the... I've been a big um, Will Levis fan, Levi's Levis, however you want to pronounce him, for a long time. Ever since we drafted him, I always thought he was going to be the backup behind Ryan Tannehill. And if not, he was potentially going to take it. And I actually drafted him in some fantasy leagues of mine. So I was pumped when I started him last week and he went off. Um, I like that. Uh, I like the matchup. I feel like it's going to be a... Uh, well, a bit of a defensive battle to start, but then I like to think with the quarterback play and a, and a guy like Levis, Levi Levis, keep, I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, a guy like him, who it looks like he has a bit of freedom with how he wants to, I guess, sling the ball around. He did that a bit last week and, and really showed, um, you know, really helped DeAndre Hopkins and show 
people that Hopkins is still that wide receiver one or that wide receiver alpha, if you want to call it, um, in in this team. And I I feel like that also when they have that uh, aerial part of their game, the passing part, the receiving yards, it really helps Derrick Henry and helps their other backup running back, Tajay Spears. And I know right now I'm talking about – all I'm talking about is Tennessee because I'm a proud Tennessee man. I'm not really mentioning the Steelers at the moment. But I just feel like it could be a game where – um, with that dual threat ability, it's going to be could be a good game for Derrick Henry. Could be a good game for Hopkins, and I'm hoping it is. I hope Derrick Henry can continue the way that he's going. Um, he's, I, I feel like his trajectory has gradually gone up throughout the year as as they've become more sure of how they want to play. And now with their quarterback play, I feel like it could be a good game for him. Um, the only thing that worries me is I've read this record today. Hey, Mike Tomlin has like a 23 and six or seven record against um, first year quarterbacks, which scares me a lot because the Steelers defense historically under Mike Tomlin and even this year, even considering, you know, they're not going overly well. I know they're four and three, but they're not playing like a four and three team worries me a little bit that they might defensively um, be a little bit too strong, but for mine, I'm going to go the Titans to win Derek Henry to, have a have a big game and yeah, I just think Titans. What about you, mate? Yeah, like I'll be cheering the Titans on. I've always had a soft spot for them. And Derek Henry, uh, his last two weeks has been really impressive. Ninety-seven and a touchdown on the ground, and hundred and one um, and no touchdown last week. But yeah, like you said, they threw the ball. The Hopkins he had three touchdowns. The guy that I'm interested in is Burks. I've drafted him in fantasy. Traylon Burks. He's a really good player. He got shut out last week in his first game back, but he did play 51% of snaps. I think if you're having a little play in this one, look for Traylon Burks. His value is there because he hasn't done anything this season. And on the flip side, I'm just interested to see the health of Kenny Pickett. If he's healthy, great. Then it's Pickens, it's Johnson. Um, but outside of that, I expect the Titans to try to stop that run game and force them to throw and get after the quarterback. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a low-scoring game on paper. Um, we've spent a little, lot of time talking about this game because it's actually a tough one. But, yeah, looking forward to watching. I think Derrick Henry's all my eyes, all my attention will be on Derrick Henry. Can they stop him and can they let him rip? Um, righto, let's move on. Let's head to Germany. Why are we putting mm. this game in Germany and not Australia? We've got the Miami Dolphins <laughs> taking on the... The Kansas City Chiefs, both teams are six and two. What a treat this is going to be for the Germans. Now, a lot of people are talking about AJ Brown, but Tyreek Hill's still got the most receiving yards. And I know our man Rory Atkins has a future bet on it for our punters club. So we need Tyreek Hill to continue to go. And in this matchup, I don't see him slowing down. What do you like in this one? Yeah. Oh, mate, it's probably the. Um definitely the game of the year so far. I'm probably going to be the most viewed game on, uh, on NFL uh, on the days in app in the history of probably days. And to be honest, so it's an exciting one. I'll definitely will be getting up 1230 my time here in the morning. So it'd be exciting. Um, oh, first thing I think of when I think of these two teams is obviously offense, just pure offense. And um, I feel like it's going to be an offensive shootout. Um, my early tip right now, based off, probably the last couple of weeks and, and how the Chiefs have played. I'm going to say the Dolphins probably have overall been a little bit better. Um, I was going to say away from home, they've been a little bit shaky, but this is the way for hope for both teams. Um, so it's a hard one. I'm, I'm excited about uh, obviously 
you know, you mentioned Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and and these, you know, gun Miami Heat, uh, Miami Heat, it's called the Heat, the Miami Dolphins um, offensive weapons. You, you chuck in Raheem Mostert as well. Um, I like when the Chiefs' backs are against the wall and I feel like it is, definitely is, considering the last couple of weeks. So there's been talk about has Patty Mahomes already gone past because they performed terribly last week against, obviously, the Broncos. I'm excited about their receiving core and I, f- I feel like... As the years, as the year has progressed a little bit, um, their young first-year wide receiver, uh, Rice Rasheed Rice, I think that's how you pronounce his first name, he excites me a lot. You know, Kansas haven't really had an alpha receiver since Tyreek Hill because we all know Travis Kelsey's the one who gets fed the ball the most. So for me, I really, really like Rasheed Rice. I know Miami Dolphins give up a bit in the passing game um, defensively. There's you know, when they play the Dolphins, you always uh, try and get the opposition receivers. So for me, Rasheed Rice would be a good play for mine. If I've got him in fantasy, I'd be starting him in most most of my league. So I feel it's going to be a great game. I think I think uh, Kansas City off the back of uh, the last couple of weeks, they're going to be too strong and end up winning the game. There you go. Well done. I think I'm going to tip the Miami Dolphins due to the mm. uh, what I saw last week from Mahomes. And apparently he's got a little bit of a sore hand. But... This one can go either way. What I will say is if they're all healthy, expect 350 passing yards from both quarterbacks. This could be a shootout. Get your multis on for that one. It's a, it's just a fill-up. Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Mostert, and then you go over the other side. Kelsey, Rashi Rice, Pacheco, um, and just let it fly, boys. So looking forward to that one as an NFL fan, I must say, Ads, that's going to be lighting up. Uh, a lot of screens and that days in that might not even work for us Aussies. We might be, <laughs> we might be left in the bleachers, mate, because it could be freezing. That much traffic on there. Let's head to the Vikings taking on the Falcons at the Falcons. So sad about Kirk Cousins. Um, mm-hmm. I won't spend too much time on last week. We're here to talk about this week, but that was shattering. And if you've watched quarterback and you've got to understand a bit about Kirk and apparently the locker room, that they were all in tears and, uh, they fought their way back, you know. They've they've done a lot to get back to the position they're in, and now they've got a fight. They've got a man called Jaron Hall who will be starting at quarterback, <laughs> and they'll be going against the old Heineken, Taylor Heineke, Heineke, however you want to say it. So you've got two backups starting. Uh, what I will start with is the running back situation is really confusing with Madison and Acres. I've got Madison, Acres is sitting there. You got Hawkinson as the main man, and Addison has been flying. But you got to you got to really level your expectations now when your quarterback is no longer Kirk Cousins. So my attention turns to the Falcons. I think their defense can get after them, and I think Bajan Robinson has not done enough. He had one touchdown last week against Tennessee in a really tough matchup. We had sixty-two rushing yards. He went five point six yards per carry. I think this is the Bajan Robinson game. He didn't. He he had five targets in the backfield and didn't get a catch. I'm expecting him to get going with his legs. What do you like in this one, if you like anything? You absolutely read my mind there, Tommy. I uh, couldn't agree more. I think Atlanta defensively are going to be too good. Um, obviously, shaky quarterback play. It's going to be hard to see. You know, We've just got to see what happens with Jaron Hall. Obviously, Joshua Dobbs is going to be there probably in the weeks coming. So it's a little bit shaky for mine. Atlanta's defense has been good all year. Um, And you know when their defense is good, it really bleeds into their running game and their rushing game and and really getting their running backs involved. And I could not agree more with you, mate. I think Bijan 
has been a bit quiet the last couple of weeks. I know two weeks ago he was obviously sick and then last week, you know, was just a bit down. So I feel like I couldn't agree more. I feel like it could be a, a massive bounce back game for him and anyone that has Bijan should be licking their lips right now for this matchup. Oh, yeah, he'll be getting going. All right, let's move on to Seattle taking on the Ravens. This one's big. Seattle five and two, Ravens six and two. Lamar Jackson, a little bit quietish last week. Got the win. They, you know, just didn't do a lot with it. He had 157 passing yards, one touchdown, and only 17 yards with his legs. I think he'll get going in this one. I do one thing I'll say about Lamar Jackson is when the big games are there, his stats do shine. And I'm expecting a big game from him. OBJ. A little fun fact here that he hasn't had a touchdown on the year. He's had a lot of attempts. And last week was vividly upset once he was grabbed and got the yellow flag. And as you know, when the flag goes up, the sticks get moved and they end up getting the ball and they run it in. I think that's what they did twice with Gus Edwards. But Odell Beckham is still looking for his first touchdown. And I'm I'm sure you were listening last week, Adam. I'm sure you were. But Tyler Lockett was someone that I've been cursed on, and I actually did have a same gamer on him. He finally <laughs> scored a touchdown. It took a long time since week two, but he scored and had 81 yards against Cleveland. So well done to Lockett and anyone that followed that one. What do you like on this one, mate? Because I'm going to be tipping the Ravens in what I think will be a really, really good contest. I know both teams have got great defenses, but sometimes these games just get going and, when you've got players like Andrews, Flowers, Beckham, and then they've got Metcalf, Lockett, Fan, with running backs like Walker and Edwards, and then quarterbacks like Smith and J- Jackson, this should be points. What do you reckon? Yeah, I love this game. This is one of the games that I circled on uh, on the weekly calendar. I feel like they're two of the informed teams of the competition. Um, and I have a little soft spot for Seattle. I, um, I'm a big fan. I always was a big fan of Marshawn Lynch, and I loved him during his time at Seattle. So always had a little bit of a soft spot. Um, I think the Ravens, for what it's worth, would be too strong. Um, I feel like at home, they're, it is their home game, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, at home, they're obviously a very um, formidable side. But in terms of from a fantasy point of view, two players that really excite me. There's one player that really excites me at the moment. Um, his name's Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I think coming into the season, I was really big on this guy. I thought maybe Tyler Lockett might transition out and DK and Smith and Jigba might kind of take over. And DK's kind of, you know, been the DK of that we've come to expect, has a good game here and there. But I really like Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I feel like, um, you know, he's someone that's severely underrated. It's one of, uh, the last couple of weeks, definitely it's been clearly evident. It's He's been one of Gino's favourite targets to go to. I know last week he was the one who scored the the game-winning touchdown towards the end of the game. And, um, you know, a lot of the times they go for their alpha receiver in, in those situations. And to have the trust trust in Smith and Jigba, um, it excites me. And, you know, not only him, but also Jake Bobo. What an absolute name that is. But Jake Bobo and Smith and Jigba, two... Um, uh, wide receivers that have really excited me. And for what it's worth, Ravens' defense has been, you know, always been really good. Their, uh, their, def- uh, their defensive game in, in stopping the run has always been really good. But for this season, I feel like they've given up a little bit more receiving yards than what they, you know, have historically. So for this game, Gino, I think, is going to have to throw the ball. And, and look at those two guys in for mine, Smith and Jigber and Bobo, to... You know, if you're if you're a betting man, as we are, we love it. Or 
uh, in your fantasy, look at those two. I mean, they could be little smokies that you can get to get, um, you know, nice points for you. So I think Ravens win, but those two players excite me on the Seattle side. Like it, mate. Ravens up. They sling the ball late, always the way. Okay, now let's go to the Cardinals, one and seven. They've just traded Dobbs to Minnesota. They'll be taking on the Browns, who it says that Deshaun Watson remains limited on Thursday with his shoulder. So PJ Walker would be the backup there, which I don't mind watching him play. Now, there's a guy called Clayton Tune who will be starting for Arizona against this Cleveland Browns defense. This has got to be the lock of the week. Browns are going to smoke them. Am I missing anything here? No, I don't think there's too much to go here. I just, yeah, they have to be too good. And and the player will be, we won't spend too much time on it because I really want to skip through some of these games, but Kareem Hunt has been outstanding. He's had four touchdowns in the last three weeks, a touchdown in every game, and he gets a green light against Arizona. One of my best bets of the week, Kareem Hunt, anytime touchdown. And if the ball's going anywhere, it's going to Amari Cooper. He's had 90, 116, 108, 89. He's pretty much had green, green, green uh, every time he has had a green matchup. And this week, no different. Although I have been kind of impressed with Arizona's defense. They haven't allowed as many points as I would expect against Seattle two weeks ago. And even last week, I don't I don't think it made, they didn't make it. I thought it'd be easier for Lamar. And as you saw, his stats were quite low. Um, let's skip that one. Browns are mine. And Evie, you've got Cleveland Browns defense. Well, I don't know about you, Ad, but sometimes I get a little bit cheeky with me 25 buck bets. And I reckon there might be a little <laughs> Cleveland anytime defense touchdown. Miles Gary will be getting after him. Righto, let's move on because we're all tipping the Browns in that one. The Rams taking on the Packers. Now, talk about a stinky offense. The Packers are just so hard to watch. Jordan Love, I don't know. I, don't, I can't really defend him. He's He's been very hard. I don't think he's thrown two touchdowns in a game since week two. He does get a good matchup this week. Because if you watched last week, Dallas smoked that secondary. Um, didn't even need to use Pollard, who I thought was going to get going. And Stafford has not been seen at practice at quarterback mm. with his thumb. It's a bit of a it's a bit of an issue. So watch this space. But Brett Ripon might be starting the old uh, Bronco quarterback. If he starts, I think I'm going to have to tick the Packers because everyone's a downgrade. What do you think happens in this one? Oh, mate. It is a uh, – yeah. It, you're right with Green Bay. Obviously, probably the – you know, out of every team in the league at the moment, they're the probably first team, maybe the Bears as well, even though there's a bit of excitement there. But they're probably the, you know, worst team to watch at the moment. You just don't know what you're going to get. They've got – they've got some uh, – you know, good skilled players, Aaron Jones. I mean, Aaron Jones is still more than capable, but he's a reflection of how they're going. And, you know, I'd like to think against a Rams defense, which has been very suspect, um, even though they've got Aaron Donald and and, and these guns, um, you know, you'd like to think it could be a game where a guy like Aaron Jones can really get off and, and get involved in the passing game. I know before he did his hammy in week one, he was heavily involved in the passing game out of the backfield and, and really... Um, torched. I think they played the Bears that week. Really torched them and um, went for two touchdowns. So, you know, I look at this matchup. I think, um, you know, I'd like to think that it's going to be a uh, 
hopefully not a, a game where they both teams march up the field and ends up settling for a field goal. You'd like to think that there's going to be a bit of freedom on both sides of it. Um, Aaron Jones is the name that comes to mind on the Green Bay side. I think, obviously, clearly Cooper Cup has been down the last two weeks. Um, and it's, you know, obviously two weeks where I've had him in a multi here and there and he's let me down probably because I'm out there putting him in a multi. That's just the way the world works. Well, maybe think... maybe the fact that they've just become a bit obvious. Like, I know Cooper Cup's a star, but once they get after Stafford, and I know Nakua's there, but I feel like mm. if you stop, they don't have a run game. They've got blokes off the couch. So as soon as you <laughs> stop the pass, it looks like they've got no time in the play. You know what I mean? I feel like they're quite... Oh, I agree. They're quite, that's why I thought Derrick Henry getting traded to the, the Rams was a good fit. Um but yeah, let's not spend too much time on this game, Ads. I don't want to call you out, but we'd rather spend more time on other games. And that's no disrespect. But I think the only <laughs> one you can really go here is Watson. He had eight targets last week. Christian Watson down the field. He is due, and I like him that in that matchup. Do you think anyone else will score in that one before we move on? Well, Aaron Jones. He's the one I'm going for, Aaron Jones. Oh, He's primed for a big game. Love it, love it. Let's move on to the next game. It's Tampa Bay taking on the Houston Texans who got the... We got beat by uh, the four, the number one draft pick there last week, as I predicted. So if anyone listened to that one, uh, thanks for coming. I know it was a field goal after the siren, but it was a win. And I expect a bit of a response from CJ Stroud. What I will say, one of my best bets last week was Rashad White. And I mentioned to, against the Bills run game that they allow a lot. He had 4.33 yards per carry. He only got nine carries. He had 39 yards on the ground. He had 70 in the air. So anyone that followed that, we probably didn't hit that. We probably didn't hit that one as I expected. He went for 140 or whatever it was, uh, 130 on the on the ground in the you know in the backfield and obviously uh, running combined. If you get that market, but really disappointed, really disappointed with the Bucks and the way they attacked that game last week. They had Rashad White coming out of the backfield beautifully, and they continually they continually didn't give him the ball. It was disappointing, and stats don't lie. He was in the green for yards per carry. He should have got the ball, and if you're going to have a bet moving forward, I think we already mentioned that the Bills are, are, the Bills are playing this week. They're, they're, we're talking about them in a second. Their run defense is not great at the moment, so just a little heads up when we talk about that later. Um, in this game, I like the receivers for Houston. I don't like anyone that has a run game against this Tampa Bay. They traditionally go all right. Who do you like, mate? Anyone that stands out? Nah, my, so I agree with that. I like the receivers for Houston. My first thought is Houston. They've been good at home. They've been very good at home. So um, Tampa, obviously very suspect. I uh, I like Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Um they're both obviously young. Tank Dell's first season. Nico Collins has had some big games. So I'm anticipating Nico Collins to go for another one of those big games. I know he's had a couple of games this year where he's gone for 146 yards, 168 yards. So expecting another big one from him. Nice, mate. Nice. And you can't go past Evans. I think he was quiet last week, even though he got a catch late. But he he's normally one on, one off. Only the 39 yards, 82 the week prior. He gets a red light though, so maybe you know what I'm going to turn my eyes back to Rashad White. I think he gets a he gets a green match up here. The ball has to be going through him. He's the one I'll be looking at. So Rashad White and Nico Collins uh, all passing yards from CJ Stroud. I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip the Bucks on the road. I don't feel great about it, but look, that's who I'm tipping. I I wouldn't be putting money on that, but that's who I will tip. You Texans, mate. I like them at home. Nice. 
Commanders three and five taking on the Patriots two and six. My man Kendrick Bourne does the ACL, which just hurts. He was having such a good year. I thought he was becoming the main target. Really flat for him, and um, wishing him all the best. Hurts the Patriots. Hurts them. I tell you what, their offense really isn't getting going. You've got the likes of Juju Smith-Schuster and Jalen Rieger and Devontae Parker. Like all these, what you'd call washed wide receivers. When I say washed, no disrespect. They used to be guns, but have not fired a shot. I really like the way Sam Howell got going last week against that Eagles defense. I'm going to tip the commanders on the road here, and it's going to be all because of Terry McLaurin. I'm loving Terry McLaurin. I think they're starting to work out how to get him involved. Gets a green light matchup here. I'm going to take the commanders. What do you think? Yeah, I, again, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, Thought it's worth as well. Shattered for Kendrick Bourne because he was. I had him in a lot of fantasy sides and he was looking very, very good. Um, I think they're too shaky on offense. Patriots. One player I do like, just quickly on the Patriots offense, is their young rookie Demario Douglas, who I think was kind of in that Kendrick Bourne role, but was kind of getting, um, you know, we're not getting the looks or the touches because obviously they clearly had Bourne. So now that obviously, unfortunately, Bourne's gone, I think Demario Douglas will expand and be exciting for fantasy owners. But I do think from an offensive point of view, uh, Washington will be just too strong. And I know it's hard because Patriots uh, at home, obviously, you know, yeah, they're not going well, but it's always very intimidating coming up against teams, especially a Bill Belichick-led defense, uh, the Patriots at home. But I think... Um, yeah, I think Washington's offensively off the back of what you said, Terry McLaurin, mate, having a tremendous year and Sam Howell clearly loves throwing the ball. So I think uh, Washington will be, you know, too good for this one. Like it. Let's go to New Orleans. The Bears taking on the Saints. You would not expect Tyson Bajan to get a win on the road here. I like Everything about Alvin Kamara, he we we had a stat last week about Alvin Kamara and we compared him to Christian McCaffrey and he's, I think he's winning a majority of those stats is the easiest way to sum it up. And he gets a green light matchup, as you know. Austin Eckler blitzed them last week in the passing game. Uh, Alvin Kamara's last three weeks, he's had seven receptions, 12 receptions and four receptions. And in those games, he had 36 yards, 91 and 51 yards receiving. That's receiving. He's a running back. He's also gone for <laughs> 68, 62 and 59 with 17 rush attempts plus in all of those contests. And this week with a game script where they're going to be up, I expect Alvin Kamara to be very dominant. What do you think in this one, man? Oh, mate, there's probably not much getting spoken on this one. I think the Saints at home will be way too good. Um, the only player that I I hope, because I have him in literally every single league, and especially in our American Aces League, Chris Olave, I, uh, he gets the looks. He has, I would say he has around, well, here, he has about 10, you know, almost close to 10 targets per game. Um, and he just hasn't seemed to put it together. So hopefully against the suspect Chicago Bears defense, who have allowed thousands of points, pretty much. Hopefully, he can uh, get off the chain and go in for a big score. I feel like it could be a game for the uh, wide receivers of the Saints to really, really have a big game. Love it, mate. Love it. I think they're going to smoke them. It's probably another lock of the week um, for mine. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what that rookie quarterback can do at the Bears. Can he continually impress and throw the ball? 
We'll see. Uh, and if he can, DJ Moore's a little bit quiet, so he might be the one that gets the ball. Let's move on. We've got the Colts taking on the Panthers. The Colts are allowing a lot of points just quietly, and it's good because it's good for fantasy. They played the Saints last week, and that's where all the action ha- happened. There's a man called Jonathan Taylor, and I put the moz on him last week. I said he will be the one scoring a touchdown. He had all the touches in the end zone, which is the uh, gold zone, as, as Nathaniel Hackett would call it from the Jets. He didn't score. Moss scored. I just jinxed him. But he had 95 yards rushing on the ground from 12 attempts. 7.92 yards per carry. He gets, a, and that was a that was a red matchup last week. Guess what he gets this week? A green on green. This is the greenest you can get against these Carolina Panthers. One of my best bets of the week. Jonathan Taylor, touchdown and yards. And I think they should run away with a win as well. But I'll stay away from the result because that always hurts. JT for me. What do you like in this one? Oh, mate, I love the JT uh, prop you've just said. I think he's uh, he's gradually built to this position. Looks like he's about to explode. Um, you're right. I uh, Both teams allow, obviously, quite a few points. Um, and when I look at this from afar, I love... I love the rookie. I keep mentioning the rookies here, Tommy, but I can't go past them. I love the rookie wide receiver, uh, Josh Downs, for um, the Colts. I uh, I know he think he's I think he's battling a little bit with an injury this week, so hopefully he plays. And if he does, I fully expect him. I mean, you look at Michael Pittman; he's obviously a star, and he's going to get his looks. But I love Joshua Downs. I love what he brings. He's he's explosive for his size. He's only five foot nine. He's not overly big, but when he gets the ball, he. Yeah, he looks um, incredibly, incredibly quick and powerful. There's a bit of a tongue twister there, but yeah. I, um, I'm looking forward to watching him against this Carolina defense and really, really, really explode. So he'd be my, um, he'd be the one I'm looking for. Who are you tipping in that game? Oh, I think the Colts. Although the Panthers' defense has been okay the last couple of weeks, but I do think the Colts. No, same here. Righto, let's move on to what's going to be potentially the stinkiest game of the round yet. <laughs> talk about. We have the Giants taking on the Raiders at the Raiders. Now, I'll start. I was there last week. It was hard to watch. A lot went wrong. There's a lot of issues. Giants have traded away a couple of pieces on defense. Okay. What that tells me is I don't know anything about Aiden O'Connell, the young quarterback that will be starting his first game here after benching Jimmy G. But if he can throw the ball, I expect two things. I expect Jacobs to get 25 rush attempts, and I expect Devontae Adams to get 3,000 targets. This man better get as many targets as you get possessions on a Saturday afternoon. This guy ruined that many multis, ruined that many people's lives from Jimmy G not hitting him on the on the chest last week. Devontae Adams is one of my favorite players to watch. I'm not a Raiders fan. I'm just a massive NFL fan. And Devontae Adams, the way he gets split, the, the amount of times he's open, I just, I don't mind if they overthrow it to him, but give him enough targets. What do you have last week? You had seven targets. He should be having 15 a game. It's a joke. And I'm glad Jimmy G got benched because... It's, it's rather him or the offensive coordinator. And, you know, as we know, one lost their job. So, look, I just hope this young rookie can throw the ball to Devontae Adams and light up everyone's eyes and create some memories again because Devontae is one of our favourites to watch and he cannot be going home with 11 yards. I'll throw up in my mouth again. Oh, what do you think? 
<laughs> Mate, I I could not agree more. I um, you know, I hope the coach is saying to Aiden O'Connell, mate, your first look as soon as you get out of that pocket, or you, even if you're in the pocket, straight to Devontae Adams because you know he's going to be free. He's one of the best receivers in the competition. Uh, the, as you said, the Giants' defense have given up a little bit um, in terms of a trade point of view, and, and it hasn't been good all season. And, you know, I love watching um, Devontae and, and Jacoby Myers and these receivers, even Michael Mayer as a tight end who looks really good, um, when they come up against suspect defenses. So I am fully expecting um, Devontae to go for 100-plus yards. Hopefully there's a touchdown in there. You know Josh Jacobs is going to be involved. But, yeah, I think... I think it's going to be a monster game for Devante. It has to be. It just has to be, doesn't it? Has to be, man. The other one is Josh Jacobs. I spoke about Brees Hall last week. Yeah, he got the touchdown. It was disappointing, though. The Giants' run D is improving, but I reckon their defense can be on the field for a long time this week without their quarterback. I mean, if if Daniel Jones doesn't start, Taylor's got the sore ribs. Tommy DeVito last week, he went, he went negative one passing. Like The, the team went negative not... I, I, I'm scarred from the Giants. Saquon Barkley gets a good matchup. It's Barkley, it's Jacobs, it's Adams, and I'm going to be tipping the Raiders. I just think with a new head coach, they always get that little that little sugar fix. You know, that first week, the big high, it's the second week they start to drop off. So Raiders for mine. Now, who are you tipping before I move on to these massive games? We've got three to come. Uh, Raiders for me as well, mate. Beautiful. Righto. Now let's talk business. Dallas Cowboys are going to be taking on the Eagles. Dallas were so impressive last week. The Eagles let Washington in and they still held him off. A bloke called AJ Brown. He has gone for 130, yeah, 125 yards, six weeks in a row. He's going for another record this week, but he gets a very tough matchup against Dallas. Is this the week AJ Brown is stopped? Or is this just going to be another shootout? Because these games have been shootouts in the past. Who are you tipping? Yeah, well, mate, AJ Brown. I love the fact that I've got him in multiple leagues. So he's been wonderful for me this year. Who I'm tipping is I'm tipping Philly. And the reason why I'm t- tipping Philly is Dallas, I don't like him away from home against the big sides at all, at all. They've shown this year that they're, what do you call them, flat track bullies. They're unbelievable at home, but then away from home, they just haven't performed. And... You know, there's no bigger uh, no bigger prospect for him again than against the team like Philadelphia. So I'm I'm backing Philly. I hope it's a shootout. I think it will be a shootout. I think offense uh, t- uh, better offense beats better defense. And uh, I am expecting AJ Brown to go for another hundred yards. But in this game, uh, and we've been talking uh, about this guy a lot each week because AJ Brown's been getting off the chain. Uh, it's always like, well, when's Devontae Smith's turn? When's Devontae Smith's turn? I think Dallas are going to be so caught up on AJ Brown that it will be a game where Devontae Smith goes for 100-plus yards and you know really you know lights it up and probably throwing a touchdown there. So for me, I'd be looking at Devontae Smith. Obviously, Dallas have some great weapons. But yeah, I think Philly will be too, uh, too strong, Tommy. I think it's going to be a shootout. But I think Devontae Smith for uh, a big game from one. Love it, mate. I'm a Dallas. I'm a Dallas man. I do. make me angry, but geez, I love supporting Dallas. You know, I mean, mate works there. I've been there. I just, I want to see Dak prove to the world he can do it. And it might turn, it might change the script if he can get this one done. I'm going to tip Dallas. It's the defense. It's the reason I like is their defense. And Jalen Hurts has been a bit, 
how you going the last couple of weeks. I thought he's been outstanding, but he's shown us that he does have a few weaknesses. Um, and I would love to see what happens if you did stop AJ Brown. I don't think anyone has been able to do it so far. And I also want to cheer on that Rory Atkins future bet with Tyreek Hill. So it would be good to have a AJ Brown down for just one week. <laughs> Um, the players I'm watching, though, is C.D. Lamb. He is becoming, well, we already know he's a star, but they're actually starting to really use him. And I'm really loving his work. 158 yards, two touchdowns last week, but he had the 117 the week before that, um, which is before their bye against the Chargers. Gets a green light matchup, so there's no reason why he cannot get going. Uh, I'm going to tip the Dallas Cowboys in this one, and I hope it's a shootout. Righto, two more to go. Bills and the, at the Bengals. The Bengals beating San Fran. How impressive was that? We all tipped it. Rat tipped it. I tipped it. Uh, it was, you know what? We thought quarterback v quarterback, Joe Burrow is better than Purdy. That was literally what we were thinking. And it was, uh, it turned out to be right. This week, I want to just revisit my best bet last week. Rashad White. The Bills were allowing the most yards by any running back before contact in the league. Joe Mixon finally got going last week with his 87 and one touchdown. He had 5.4 yards per carry. So Joe Mixon for me is one of my best bets of the week for yards. I think you can take him for 60, 70 uh, and that 80 mark. And he should probably run one over considering he's got some good matchups and he's got a good month coming up. So if you've got Mixon in your fantasy team, start licking your lips because he's got some great matchups. Chase did what Chase always does. And then on the flip side, Diggs was really quiet. So expect Diggsy to get going. Even though it's a tough matchup, he gets his 12 targets every week. I think Diggs can light up. But I'm going to be tipping the Bengals here. What do you like? Yeah, mate. I uh, I cannot wait for this game. And I love that it's a standalone game. So we all get to watch it. Um, geez, mate, the Bengals are looking uh, very, very good at the moment. Obviously, they started very poorly with Joe Burrow's injury. But, mate, they are looking tremendous. I... Yeah, I, I like, um, you know, obviously you, you mentioned the uh, Bills' rush, uh, rushing defense hasn't been good all season. And Joe Mixon, I think um, what I love about him is he also gets involved in the passing game. So, um, you know, I, I look forward to watching how he goes. But for me, the guy that I really like, and it's not on – it's not on. Uh, so I think the Bengals win, but I'm going to talk about Dalton – Kincaid, if that's how you pronounce it. And the reason why is because in a lot of my leagues, I've struggled with tight end play because I'm one who streams tight ends week in, week out. And the last couple of weeks, and especially with Dawson Knox not playing, um, Dalton Kincaid coming out of college looked really good as a tight end, one of the best tight ends prospects in the league. He's really shown how good he can be. And Seattle, uh, sorry, Cincinnati, um, not Seattle, Cincinnati give up a bit in the tight end um, from a fantasy point of view, uh, quite a bit. And I think Dalton Kincaid can go for a big score this week and, um, yeah, have a, have a really big game. So he's the guy that I'm looking at. There's obviously Diggs, Chase, Higgins, Gabe Davis. There's a lot of stars uh, on the field. But from a from a uh, fantasy point of view, I think uh, Dalton Kincaid can have a big game. Yeah, like what you're saying, he has. And with no Noxie there, he gets – he had more game time. He had 84% – snaps last week that's his highest on the season so expect him and he had eight targets and seven targets the last two weeks so your targets are going to be there as you'd expect a lot of work goes into digs and davis love the way you're thinking righto the last game of the round for week nine 
It is prime time. New York Jets. They'll be hosting the Chargers. I can't believe the Jets have got a, a little prime time game after last week. But their defense, well, they're on the field for a long time, and they 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 held up. Um, and so did their special teams. I must say, I'll be a little bit of a shout out. But the punting from their punter, I know we were, <laughs> we're taking the piss here, but some of these punts were outstanding, and that's where the game was at. Ads. I was. I was standing up cheering <laughs> on how good these punts were. He had him spinning them back. He was spinning them back on the one yard line. He did about three of them. I thought, well, if that's if that's my best highlight of the day, then so be it. But <laughs> you know, give the punter a shout out. Now, let's get back into it. Brees Hall. I love Brees Hall. I think he gets a great matchup here. He was so disappointing on the ground last week. I wonder whether they just knew that's all they had. But Garrett Wilson, 100 yards. And then the guy that was down a little bit last week was Keenan Allen. And Palmer looked a little bit banged up. Now, what do you like in this one? I find this one confusing because the Chargers will, as Rat would say, the Chargers will charge and the Jets have got elite defense. Will this be low scoring again? Oh, yeah, I hope not. I really hope not. I uh, I have a soft spot for the Chargers. I've mentioned three teams that I have soft spot for, but I do. And the reason <laughs> why is because I actually love, I love their colors. I've always loved their colors. So I've always, I've always liked them, but um I th- I genuinely think the Jets will beat them purely off the back of their defense. I um I think you know there's a game. There's always a game. There's been probably two games this year where Zach Wilson just has a good offensive game because you know he doesn't usually have them. And I feel like this could be one of them because the Chargers' defense, from a fantasy point of view, has been horrendous. You know, I think they're one of the worst in the league and. Um, I feel like they'll be in good positions off the back of their defense, the Jets. So I think the Jets win. I think from a uh, from a individual player perspective, fantasy perspective, I would love having to have Garrett Wilson on my team this week. I um I love the talent and the prospect that he shows. We've all seen on Hard Knocks, and and Aaron Rodgers obviously speaks very highly of him, but. I love the fact the last two weeks he's had 94 receiving yards and 100 receiving yards. I think, sorry, 90 and 100 receiving yards respectively. So against the Chargers defense, that gives up quite a bit. I, um, I'm i looking to to Garrett Wilson having a big game. Love it. I watched him live, as I said, and he is so quick, man. And he is so mm. impressed. He had a couple of catches that were crucial. 100 yards in a game like that. Oh, he was, yeah, he, he's one of my favorite receivers in the league. There's a, there's a lot of receivers. Jamar Chase, clearly right up there. Um, but Wilson, wow, what he can do, even even when they give him a little jet sweep, he just gets it down. It, he's he's lightning quick. And against his charges, you know, defense, especially the past day, it's, it's got a green light for him. So, man, I'm going to be tipping the Jets. I want the Jets to do well, and I want them to be there for – Hopefully Aaron Rodgers by the end of the year. I know that sounds exciting. And if you're seeing him warm up, he looks like he might be able to get there, which is crazy considering an Achilles injury. But the Jets for mine, and I just hope it's entertaining. If it's going to be low scoring, um, that will play into the Jets' hands. Anything else, mate, before we wrap up? I've got my best bets here that I'm going to put up on Instagram on Sunday. But at the moment, I'm leaning towards Kareem Hunt, the Browns, Jonathan Taylor for a touchdown and yards. And I've probably got one more in there. I just haven't decided who it is just yet. What about you? No, nah, mate. I'm uh, I'm going to be riding today's game or tonight's game for you. But today, Derek Henry, my boys, Tennessee Titans, get him over for a touchdown. I, uh, I, I love the matchup. I think he's going to get over. So I'll be looking forward to that game. 
I oh, love it, mate. Well, as always, um, I appreciate your time. Uh, I, I apologise for not asking you if you're in Brisbane. I should have not. Have <laughs> never assume. I thought you were in Melbourne. When you said I'm at daycare, I'm going, what do you mean, mate? You're meant to be there in <laughs> Well, there's the, the daylight savings got me. Uh, no, really thank you for jumping on. Uh, appreciate everyone that listens to us week in, week out. We work our ass off to get this done. We love talking about NFL. We want to keep it consistent. If you've got any feedback, let us know um, as you do on Instagram or on the Spotify or, you know, wherever you wherever you listen to your podcast, we can see your comments. Uh, and, and as always, we've got our Rick's Eyewear discount code. There's, uh, there's plenty going on. Black Friday sales around the corner. We've got our discount code ACES. that gets you 20% off and free express shipping. If you're going to the races, you've got Melbourne Cup week starting. You've got Stakes Day the week after. So get online at rickseyewear.com. Grab yourself a pair of sunnies. And remember, use the discount code ACES at checkout to get you 20% off and free express shipping. I've already told you last week, there's about 10 Soho cherries left. I think there's a restock in three weeks. But listen, if you want the Soho cherries, this is your last chance to grab them. Ads, anything else before I finish this one? No, nah, mate, you just keep living it up there in the States whilst I'm here so getting ready for another preseason. But uh, no, nah, I love talking to you, mate. Oh, mate, I'm, I'll be needing another job when I get home. The currency's hurting <laughs> skyrocket, mate. The, the, pockets, <laughs> the pocket's got no cash left in it. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks, mate. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the uh, American Aces NFL podcast. Mm-hmm.